Paul Keswe here. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to Arus um, uh, Afro Club uh, Media Platform, and um, I am going to be your host today. My name is Paula Keswa. Uh, I will be embarking on this journey of creating um, a podcast for the um, Ross Afro media platform, right? Uh, so, basically, just to give you a background, um, the Russian African Club is um, a... Uh, um, a club of like-minded uh, people coming from the two uh, continents, well, a country and a continent, Russia obviously being uh, the biggest country in the world, uh, located in the Eurasian uh, subcontinent of Asia and uh, Europe, of course. And uh, Africa, of course, being uh, the biggest continent in the world, uh, biggest uh, land surface, rather, in the world. Uh, uh, and obviously, Africa being a continent with many different countries within it. Um, and uh, the Russian African Club is brought to you or undertaken rather by Moscow State University, more specifically the Faculty uh, for Journalism as well as Global Studies. Uh, so through Moscow State University in partnership with various government institutions like your Ministry of Foreign Affairs uh, and um, uh, other organizations, uh, Africa, African um, partnership uh, organizations, um, African media, African diplomats, as well as obviously Russian diplomats. The students uh, alike. Um, yeah, so basically, you know, you've got an array of uh, academic um, pupils, academic lecturers, um, as well as obviously uh, state officials and professors and uh, staff of Moscow State University yeah um, myself I came across the Russian African Club last year when I went to Russia for the first time um, I went to all right no. Um, my name is obviously Kola uh, Yeah. Um, yeah, so as Kola I was invited to Russia by 
uh, New Generation program as well as uh, Friends for Leadership. And uh, from there, I guess, which uh, the New Generation program is part of the Agency for the Commonwealth of Independent States, Compatriots Living Abroad, and uh, Cooperative or uh, Humanitarian Cooperation. Um, So, yeah, it's a big agency in Russia, which is also then part of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, um, where they support individuals through the new generation programs. It's basically part of public diplomacy. Um, yeah, uh, the public di- uh, pu- public diplomacy uh, sec- section of Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Um, so, yeah, I had an opportunity to travel to Russia, as I say, last year through the agency and um, Friends for Leadership, which is a Russian organization that trains and first obviously identifies future leaders, entrepreneurs, young scientists, and provides a platform for them to to learn how, you know, and what it is to be a diplomat. So, in a sense, it's your future leaders um, of Russia, Africa, and the world globally. Um, Of course, uh, those who are in partnership with Russia uh, friends of Russia, especially now with the Ukraine and or Russian-Ukraine conflict or Russian-Ukraine war or special military operation, rather uh, how it's put in the Russian Federation. Um, so yeah, I basically joined the the organization last year. As I say, I was invited by. Um, a, a uh, former, or not actually a former, but current journalist and correspondent uh, of Sputnik, who works for Russia Today. Um, she, I met her at the SPIF um, conference, uh, which it was why I was invited by the New Generation program. I went to uh, St. Petersburg International Economic Forum. And so going to that forum, I had an opportunity to also attend the plenary session, which is obviously very special because usually the planetary session is very private to, you know, officials of that country, Russia, you know, so basically uh, politicians, uh, people in government, those that are in the state Duma, uh, as well as ministers and, you know, aides uh, to the president, 
and as well as uh, diplomats from foreign countries, ministers, presidents, and so on. So, you know, the plenary session, you don't just go there. You know, you have to have specific clearance from the protocol of uh, the Russian Federation. So, yeah, you know, the Russian Federation protocol to the president know me, you know, very well. Um, they selected me to go to the plenary session. They sent me an invitation to Russia as well uh, to the Saint Petersburg Economic International Economic Forum. So one has very close ties, I would say, to the establishment, uh, the Russian government, uh, the protocol of the president, uh, Vladimir Putin. And to this day, I still think, uh, you know, um, them coming, you know, kind of supporting me and, uh, you know, inviting me to their country and uh, giving me such a privileged opportunity. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I met um, Dina, that's her name. Uh, I met Dina. Uh, Spurnik correspondent for Africa and the Middle East and uh, and she then invited me to the obviously the Russian African club because uh, she was also in attendance and I think that was one of the first meetings or or you know one of the very first like if not the first one of the first like second or third meetings that the club um, were meeting because the club was only created uh in 2022 so and i believe that the club was also uh, created from basically the africa russia uh, forum um uh which is currently you know hosted every year which is trying to build um, cooperation between Russia and Africa and uh, myself I had the opportunity to attend an Africa-Russia conference as part of the SPIF uh, International Economic Forum and uh, yeah so you know Africa and Russia uh, forum uh, basically has been instrumental in founding and um, creating the platform or at least the foundation for the Africa Russia Club to uh, come to existence right uh, so yeah basically yeah so essentially that's how I uh, basically found out about uh, the club uh, through uh, Dina. And uh, since the first meeting I attended uh, of the Russia-African club, uh, I believe it was about public diplomacy. Um, yeah, I uh, thought like, wow, this is such an incredible platform. Um, also, um, because I had... Uh, previously um, uh, stayed at uh, the 
the the um, what is this uh, the embassy the South African embassy in Moscow um, I uh, I had the opportunity to you know communicate with diplomats um, uh, Derek Corps which is the Department of International uh, Relations and Cooperative Organization in South Africa called DECO. It's actually the Department of International Relations. Um, they had the opportunity to meet a lot of the diplomats that work there uh, on mission, uh, generals and, you know, home affairs staff and uh, even drivers and all this, you know, um, uh um the the embassy just welcomed me in, with open arms uh when i got to moscow and i was facing a bit of challenges because of the sanctions and not being able to uh you know um uh not being able to change uh currency uh exchange like foreign exchange forex so that basically forced me to go to the embassy to ask for help and uh, help indeed I, I, I got. Um, and also obviously ended up spending a lot of time with the diplomats living, you know, with, uh, in, in the embassy, which is also a unique privilege in itself. Um, and so when I attended the Russian African Club, some of the diplomats from DERCO, uh, Department of International Relations in South Africa, they were actually part of that meeting. Um, and it was, yeah, you know, I got to uh, speak to some of them. And uh, yeah, it was, it was really cool, you know, because um, I, I like felt like, well, you know, I'm, I am becoming a, a diplomat, you know, um, and uh, other diplomats were there, even uh, ambassadors, you know, um, very important uh, diplomats, the highest diplomats. They uh, got the opportunity to uh, to partake in a round table discussion with the ambassador to Benin, right? Yeah, the ambassador at large um, of Benin to Eurasias. And for me, that was just phenomenal to have the the pleasure and the honor to be part of such uh, initiatives and, you know, basically to even be considered, right? Um, yeah, that I found that to be really unique, uh, to have a unique experience. Um, and uh, I would say that, you know, all the way it's been uh, the Russian state and the Russian government that's been uh, facilitating and kind of pointing me in the right direction, leading me in the right direction. Um, and you might ask, uh, you know, out of nowhere, you know, do you just get these connections and the government being so close to you and stuff like that, but it's not actually from nowhere. Uh, you know, I've, I've been part of, uh, the Russian 
kind of fabric of a society or at least wanting to you know uh, cooperate Russia with Russia since um, 2020 right when I first basically uh, established diplomatic relations uh, or just international relations with Russia um, they, I was first educated um, by the Russians uh, learning about diplomacy through Russia uh, through the BRICS International School uh, it was during the uh, Russian chairmanship when uh, I uh, submitted an application to be a part and join the school which is the BRICS International School it's a school where young people get selected to be a part of who then are trained uh, dip, dip, diplomacy and um, foreign affairs uh, international relations and international law uh, obviously about the BRICS and you know other uh, kind of uh, organizations or institutions uh, within foreign policy so yeah um, through the BRICS international school that was literally the first time I uh, you know, was part of Russia or part of, you know, uh, part of anything Russian. Um, you know, the Russians uh, welcomed us. It was the National Committee on BRICS Research. It's also a organization in Russia that uh, focuses on BRICS, but it's a Russian institution. So uh, they were hosting the school and um, obviously they... Uh, brought along as guests of school because it's like there was five days uh, it was an online event because of COVID of course but um, they brought along uh, a lot of diplomats uh, if I remember correctly yeah uh, some people from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and so on and even Friends for Leadership I believe that was the first time where I got connected and I knew about um, Friends for Leadership was obviously through uh, the BRICS International School um, and also the agency uh, the agency for strategic initiative it's a Russian agency that also uh, I'm a part of in fact um, uh, as an ambassador uh, BRICS ambassador I was given uh, that title uh, and uh, I had the opportunity to uh, partake in uh, Agency for Strategic Initiatives uh, Solution, BRICS Solution Awards, uh, 2020, 2021. Uh, no, it was actually 2020. And um, I was uh, selected finalist in the green economy category. So, yeah, that was pretty, impre pretty impressive. And uh, that's basically how then I was also selected uh, to be one of the few people that were chosen from the BRICS International School to be ambassadors, BRICS ambassadors of uh, the Agency for Strategic Initiative, BRICS Youth Ambassadors, that is. So, yeah, um, that was really incredible. Uh, and that then kind of, kind of, you know, laid the foundation laid out the foundation to you know me today being in the russian african club and you know 
um, it's been a journey and it's been an incredible journey. I've learned a lot, um, you know, about the Russian society and uh, about the Russian people and the culture. And I think uh, going to Russia last year was kind of like a cultural exchange program. Uh, and so it really got me to understand and learn more about the country and also just understand where they're coming from in terms of the the Russo-Ukrainian uh, conflict. Uh, I've also wrote a lot about the conflict and about Russia ever since I've you know been part of uh, the Russian African Club and even a little bit before that. Um, because you know I, I am a writer as well as as much as I am a podcaster. And, uh, you know, um, just having that opportunity to experience Russia firsthand, I was able to give my own testimonies to my own experience. So, yeah, if you ever have an opportunity to go on Medium, which is an app, a writer's app, go to Olakeswa, you'll see my writing. But also on, obviously, the uh, Rus Afro media platform where, I will be posting the podcast as well as uh, anything else that I'm writing about Russia. Um, I'm looking to have people to, you know, I'm looking to interview people, uh, you know, hopefully uh, diplomats, um, media personnel, journalists, uh, academics, just, you know, everyone. I mean, not every single person, but different diversity of people within the club and hopefully you know through this podcast and um you know people can uh get a better understanding of of russia and uh the russian african club uh cooperation um and uh yeah i'm it would be my honor to facilitate, you know, this podcast as a host. Uh, planning to call it the Russian African Podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, hopefully, you know, you guys will stay. Will stay with me on the journey um, as we, uh, you know, invite guests and. Uh, interview them and let them share also their own opinions. So yeah, to the audience, um, yeah, we're hoping you you stay tuned. Um, and I mean, I'd like to also just you know give a shout out to people that have been instrumental in you know uh, the journey um, uh, of me being here in the Afro. Uh, Roski or Ross Afro Media Platform, Ross Afro Club. Um, that's uh, Elena. Elena's one of the uh, uh, staff at the Moscow State University uh, Faculty of uh, Journalism, one of the um, faculties that have been uh, very instrumental in everything uh, when it comes to managing basically a day-to-day activities and you know uh day-to-day 
challenges and uh, assignments that the club has. So I just like to give a very special shout out to 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 Elena, uh, as well as people like you know uh, Lewis. Uh, Lewis has uh, also been someone uh, who's been kind of a role model and someone who someone can look up to in the sense that he's built up a whole career in Russia having his own media platform his own magazine in Russia but uh, about Africa and he's uh, played part in you know the diplomatic diplomatic relations between journalism in Russia between Russia and Africans and I think that's very honor honorable uh, thing to do and he is someone that you know I still want to meet in person and uh, communicate with but at the meantime I'll say that he's uh, someone that I can really say that um I uh, look up to as a youth member in the club. I also want to see myself growing to the point where I am, uh, you know, uh, participating and influential in the club and, uh, you know, forming alliances and signing memorandums, you know, um, between Russia and Africa. Um, and uh, I think being in the club, you know, it 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 basically, you know, creates that type of opportunity for itself. You know, it, you know, when you in a club like the Russian African club, from my experience since I've been in it, it's somewhere where you can really get first hand experience with diplomats, you know, people who are actually working in this field of international relations and diplomacy, you know, um, people that are signing these contracts and arranging these treaties and these uh, memorandum understandings and these, uh, you know, partnerships. Um, there's nowhere else that one can actually get first-hand experiences a young person from South Africa uh, also being in the bricks South Africa being in the bricks you know uh, that just also fosters its own ties you know uh, to Russia uh, being in the same international intergovernmental organizations uh, it brings Russia and South Africa a little bit closer, you know, because then we kind of share similar interests and uh, can align our interests and in foreign policy in, you know, uh, not, I'd say the same, but in a similar manner, you know. Um, also G20, we are also in the G20, the only African country in the G20, and you see how also, you know, Russia, is very influential in the G20, and again, uh, those ties between Africa and 
South Africa and Russia, you know. Um, and so being a young South African, I think being in the Russian African club is that much more significant because I represent both BRICS in a sense and I also represent South Africa within Africa. And I am an African first before a South African, so I also represent Africa, you know, um, and gladly and happily to represent my own country internationally. Uh, my name, in fact, Ola, um, it's a name meaning peace, right? Like peace. Uh, so, um, you know, international relations, United Nations, essentially it's all about keeping peace in the world. So I see myself uh, growing in, uh, in, uh, in, in uh, diplo di diplomacy and learning <clears throat> more, learning more about diplomats, uh, what diplomats uh, are, what they do, what job, what their job entails, uh, spending more time in embassies, communicating with, you know, public diplomacy staff uh, from different countries really gives you a broader aspect of the field of diplomacy. Uh, you know, um, personally, I come out of a agricultural uh, perspective uh, being formally educated uh, in agriculture I, I have a diploma in uh, in in agriculture uh, biodynamic agriculture that I studied in Stellenbosch within the Western Cape but uh, it was a satellite campus uh, of Crossfield Institute which is actually located in England within the United Kingdom, uh, and that's where I studied my diploma, but uh, before that I did also uh, my uh, NQF, uh, basically all the way to level four uh, in in primary agriculture. <clears throat> and, and so coming from an agricultural background and having also completed various different courses and, uh, you know, permaculture design course and, you know, various other different types of techniques, uh, agroecology, and just being a researcher also of agriculture. Uh, uh, that's really the field that I've, I uh, uh, participate, like, uh, you know, I've been a part of. Um, educationally, uh, in, in, uh, academically, um, but so I'd say through agriculture, I've then become an entrepreneur uh, of my own right, in my, in my own right, through creating my own company, uh, Organic Matters, which was created in 2014, uh, registered with uh, the company's uh, an intellectual properties commission in South Africa in 2017 and we've been trading for some time now it's a privately held company uh, close corporation to be exact and 
within there we've got various different types of products and services but um, mainly um, I've been uh, we've been basically developing a product called uh, self-sustainable raised bed which was, was the product that uh, one uh well not one but was selected uh, in the finalists and uh, agency for strategic strategic initiative bricks solution business awards 2020 uh, organic matters was selected for as a finalist in the green green economy category through uh, applying um, obviously and showcasing the self sustainable self self watering raised bed which is my product that I'm selling in South Africa uh, on take a lot mostly on e-commerce but also obviously distribute uh, you know uh, just you know uh, I sell it you know um, in the free market uh, to anybody uh, but e-commerce definitely um, I've been in the e-commerce platform as well as also expanding into Russia through Eula which is a, a marketplace in VK uh, social media application social social network app in Russia it has its own marketplace and a posted my but my my products on there my products the self-watering raised bed and uh, it's doing it's doing well uh, people have been showing uh, interest a lot of interest uh, on on the product uh, people have uh, been contacting me wanting to, to to purchase me being in South Africa of course has been difficult so as soon as I get to Russia of course these are the first things that I'm going to do which it, it's amazing uh, to have the opportunity to grow and uh, see that come alive and of course all through all these connections it gives me the opportunity that uh, one day you know uh, I can see all that to a reality and my plans um, are big uh because already in South Africa I'd say that I've done a lot um through registering uh, patents I've registered the soft the uh, soft watering raised bed as a patent uh filed a patent application got provisional and uh yeah it's been approved uh, it's been published publicated uh, within the patent journal in South Africa as well as uh, various different trademarks and uh, designs that I've, I've painted and uh, filed and so you know so I've, I've been active in that space in the sense of intellectual property so um, as I go to Russia I would definitely work more uh, within that intellectual property space and I'm looking to license or even file um, my uh, trademarks and so on 
intellectual property that side in Russia. Um, and uh, recently I've been working with a law firm, a legal service provider in Russia called uh, Online Patent, uh, and uh, they've kind of uh, been open in uh, facilitating acting as uh, an agent in this department so as i expand um within the russian uh you know space through entrepreneurship i'd say i'd say that um that's where really uh the the diplomatic uh, knowledge comes diplomatic information comes uh vital and uh, critical because uh, if you want to do business internationally, you need to know what's happening internationally, right? So, uh, you know, South Africa and Russia share great ties, you know. Uh, ever since 2010, I'd say they've been warming. And now, I'd pretty much say that they're at uh, the peak of... of, of Good relations, uh, starting out from how we jo- you know we joined BRICS and were invited by China essentially, but Russia as well was uh, one of the countries that were supportive in our uh, ascension, I'd say, or uh, I'd say um, our our selection to BRICS and uh, after obviously that and having built better ties from then on we've just been signing a lot of bilateral uh, trade agreements uh, agreements in especially agriculture Uh, Russia and South Africa basically have uh, no limits agreements when it comes to agriculture that agricultural products and uh agriculture in general can uh should be uh free you know uh traded and very various different bilateral trade agreements or just agreements in general Pets in agriculture. Uh, also, obviously, Russia is one of the only two, three African, oh sorry, uh, European countries that uh, allow South Africans to access uh, and go to Russia out of visa for ninety days for tourism and business, which is just amazing that. Uh, you can go to Russia for business for 90 days without a visa, you know. Um, that also shows our our good relations that we have with Russia at the moment. So, uh, you know, it's incredible that uh, one can can uh, just travel to Russia like I did last year, for example, for SPIF 2022 uh, without a visa, just jumped onto a plane. And um, see, so... With those relations, uh, it's that much more important for a South African, young South Africans to participate in African-Russian uh, relations or Russian-African club, to be 
uh, exact because that's exactly what it is. It's uh, building ties and relations between Russia and Africa and Russia and South Africa as a representative of South Africa. So uh, as 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 I represent my country and uh, I share my thoughts like I am now on the podcast and, and I write more and participate more in the club, I do hope that I can also open up the space and the opportunity for other South Africans and other Africans alike to uh, come on to the club and really share and just uh, participate and be um, in the space, really. Um, And yeah, so this is, uh, you know, the first episode of the podcast of Russian African podcast or let's Ross Afro podcast yeah first episode just uh, introduction as the host Kola uh, Keswa uh, born in South Africa and uh, you know been been in the media space for some time actually uh, been uh, uh, working with uh, a Danish organization for a very long time now, since 2019, called uh, the Global Bulldog Network that uh, has its own in-house uh, publication as well that I've been writing for and, uh, you know, uh, doing podcasts. And so, you know, this, this, is, this is the line of work that I've also come to be a part of as I grow as a human being, you know, uh, expand from what I studied or what I knew before, but uh, just to, as as you grow, obviously you you, you venture out and uh, uh, learn more about the world and then you know so. Essentially, uh, becoming more of a writer these days, you know, uh, freelancing, uh, and it's been it's been an amazing journey. Uh, I've written for various different organizations like your well-being economy which is also an intergovernmental organization international organization a western one that deals with uh, economic uh, issues so yeah i mean i just would like to yeah um yeah say welcome to to anyone who's listening our first uh, audience and uh, stay tuned we'll have more 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 coming uh, more guests more more information uh, but um, yeah I'm glad I could introduce myself and uh, tell you what uh, what's on my mind and uh, my plans for 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 the future um, in terms of relations with Russia and uh, how those relations came about, and hopefully a young a young African a young South African can learn you know a thing or two uh, and 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 learn about building relations with Russia. Um, so thank you again and uh, stay tuned and I'll see you next time. All right.